PWS has a deal just for Gunfighter Cast listeners. You guys get $200 off rifles and uppers at primaryweapons.com. This offer lasts until November 1st, 2017. So go use the code SHAW200 at checkout and save $200 on a quality rifle. Hello, welcome to Gunfighter Cast. I'm your host, Daniel Shaw, and I'm here with uh, a friend of mine, Dean Sylvester. And I'm not going to tell you much about Dean. I'm going to let Dean tell you about Dean because he knows the most about Dean. How you doing, Dean? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Living the dream down here in uh, Miami, Florida. It's my first episode I've recorded down here so far. And uh, the AC works, and I'm no longer in the RV. And uh, I'm living in an apartment and uh, living the dream. How about nice. You? Not doing bad here. I figured you were going to give me some grandiose uh, introduction or something. It takes a lot out of it if I have to do it myself. Well, you do it so much better than I do. <laughs> Dean is the uh, the man behind primary weapon systems. He is the guy who makes it all happen, uh, the inventor, the everything over there. Well, I wouldn't say the everything. He's got a pretty awesome staff over there at PWS, but you go ahead. Dean, who are you? What do you do? Well, I'm the founder of Primary Weapon Systems, like Daniel said. Um, Chief Technical Officer, which basically means you just take credit for having a really good team of people that work out um, all the small pieces and uh, and really make the big difference on what the product is in the end. Um, do most of the design work or the the beginning design work anyway. Um, yeah, so that's that's what I do here. So you're a big idea guy. You have a lot of ideas. Yes. On a good day, I have a lot of ideas. And on a better day, I have a lot of good, good ideas. Okay. So you have ideas and you've hired a good staff that helps you bring those ideas to life. Would that be a fair statement? Yeah, for sure. And mostly what, um, you know, I, I have a lot more interaction with just different people in the industry. So it's easier for me to come up with, you know, this is the direction we're going to go, or this kind of seems like um, what the industry is going to want a year from now. And, and that's what a lot of people don't realize is product development. I mean, we have stuff that's taken two years to get to market. So, you know, a lot changes in this business in a couple of years. So trying to make sure that, that we're in the right place, um, when the product looks like it's going to come to market, um, do the initial design work um, in SolidWorks and the 3D modeling. Um, you know, the saddest part is is that you know at the point I'm done with it and I feel like it's 90% done. The reality is it's probably 3% done. You know, the the big the big chunks fit together, um, and then I turn it over to my uh, to my engineering staff. Um, and let them work out, to, you know, what it takes to make it manufacturable, what it takes to, you know, what should be cast, what should be forged, you know, how, what's the best process of, uh, of uh, getting the product to market. Um, we have a few other people outside the engineering team that, that are really good um, with historic uh, firearms design, you know, what's worked in other avenues. Maybe it's bench rest, and, and we try to apply those, uh, those principles to our products. Um, yeah, so that, that's basically how, how a PWS product actually gets to market. In that, you, you mentioned uh, you have the idea and you, you work on the modeling and all that stuff. So there's a lot of hours that go into development of things that uh, you know often may not ever make it to production or make it to market. Um, you know, it, it, When you have a product like a firearm that is so dependent on the socio-political environment, at least, at least sales of that product are. You know, we were seeing a lot right now um, with people just don't seem to be buying as many guns as they were. Uh, last year at this time and you know hopefully that picks up and for some people they're doing just fine some people are, are doing not so great um how do you how do you kind of weigh that you know and and, and it, it seems like it's a little bit of a gamble 
it's definitely a gamble. And and the biggest thing, uh, you know, for the state of the, you know, assault rifle or, or sporting rifle industry, you know, the AR-15, the black rifles at every level, um, normally – you know, what you'd see is that, uh, you know, everybody was expecting a Democrat win in the in the presidential election, which put us in a really scary position. You have no choice but to stock up on the key components that are going to run out in, in case of a boom. So, you know, everybody is, is getting ready for this boom, which inevitably comes in a bust. Um, you know, 120 days seems to be is what you have for a, for a burst of buying, you know, out of uh, panic buying anyway. Um but the problem is we didn't get the boom this time. So we have a huge amount of inventory everybody's sitting on. Um, you know, it went to market almost immediately at, at a lot lower prices. Um, you know, the PWS brand isn't going to to cut its prices in half. It's not going to, um, you know, to do those sorts of tactics. Um, that just doesn't fit into what we do. Um you know, but there's a lot of product out there that's a really good buy and was stocked up on. So, you know, there's a lot of competition for the consumer's dollar. Um, and for me, even as a firearms enthusiast, why would I go buy something I've been looking at for a few years that that's, you know, regular price or maybe a little bit less when there's other stuff on the market that might be half price or, or you know, and you don't know how long that's going to be there. Um, so, you know, that that's kind of what's weighing uh, right now. But yeah, it's absolutely a gamble. And, and some of the stuff the, the saddest part of for the U.S. consumer anyway is a lot of products that, that we've come up with that we know would be great are two and three years of R&D and, and tooling and design and, and working out the kinks. That might not be legal when you're done. So th- there's so many of those products that just get shelved before they ever move on to you know even get past the design phase or even to the design phase. Um so, you know, that's kind of unfortunate that there's there's just a lot of great products out there that, that could be really cool, but no one's willing to put the money into them. I mean, it's half a million dollars to develop a new a new rifle on the conservative side. So that they're just skipping that part and, and it never gets developed. Yeah, the industry being so dependent on um, legalities and, and the political environment and everything else, it's it, it seems to, to slow all the manufacturers down, you know, like they're just not really ready to, to put in all this effort on making something that actually solves the problems that the AR-15 has, you know, or maybe a better gun. There's just, mm-hmm. there's not the risk worth or versus reward and the likelihood of you actually getting that contract and it eventually getting adopted by the U S military, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty low odds. Um, it, it doesn't seem like it, it makes a lot of sense for somebody to put a tremendous amount of R and D money into it. You're really reliant on the on the commercial market, um, yeah. Because you know, getting being the next military rifle, I mean, it could take twenty, thirty years, and in the end, I mean, it has probably uh, worse odds than winning the lottery. So uh, you know, you are you are reliant on on commercial consumers, um, and also too, the military. At some point, I think that they just sit back if something new. You know, let's let the the civilian population test it out and see what they say. Yeah, I mean, they if it has it first. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to try every type of ammo. They're going to hook up every single other accessory to it. And if there's a problem, it's all documented on, on the internet. It's not like, um, you know, 30 years ago when that, that information just wasn't available. So why not let, why not see if that manufacturer is going to sustain, see if they're going to be in business in five years and then uh, see what customers say about it. And then if it, if all those things fall in line, then yeah, they might take a, make a serious look at it at that point. You know, you mentioned a, a big negative of, of products not getting to the the consumers, but you know, there's some positives from from this and what's going on right now. Is it's a great time to be 
a guy buying a gun, a guy looking for their next firearm. Um, it's a great time for that. They're, most of them don't have much of a sense of urgency. Um, like you said, a lot of uh, companies are, are sitting on a lot of inventory. And, you know, it's just there's a lot of good things as far as the consumer is. And, you know, for this industry, even though there's not the, the person in office that you think is going to attack your guns and everything else, it's, you know, this is, there is a, I know, I know hundreds of them, Dean, and I know you know hundreds, if not thousands of them, people that work every day of their lives in this industry. And, uh, you know, buying a gun feeds families. How about that? I'll, I'll put it that way. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good support in your companies and a good quality companies. And that's why I asked to have you on the show is PWS is a company that I've been close to for a number of years now. And, uh, I just, I love the, love the people there. Well, great. Thank you. Yeah. And, and now is a great time. I mean, and, and we're just, we have a, uh, $200 mail-in rebate, which which is the largest rebate we've ever done, and it's good through the end of August. So, I mean, it is a, a great time to buy a primary product. It's going to be uh, one of the best prices you're going to see. Um, yeah, and now you can take your time. You can research the company. You can make sure the, the times when people just buy anything that's black and has a Picatinny rail on it, um, you know, it's good for the industry because we're bringing in new people. So, you know, every 25 people you bring in, three of those may turn into enthusiasts. You know, maybe they go that next notch and go, yeah, this really isn't as scary or isn't as bad as I thought, or it's actually pretty cool. Uh, recoil's low. It's, um, yes, I can go out and hunt with it. Um, you know, and then they move up from the, from the $500 rifle and they move up into more of the, uh, um, you know, enthusiast level, uh, the $1,500, $2,000 models, and, and they start to see the quality difference. So, you know, it's great that, you know, people want to talk a lot of bad about the, the, um, oh, commodity type rifles is what I call them, the, the very basic grade. But I mean, that is the first start of bringing someone into our industry and, and showing them what it's all about. I mean, if you start playing guitar, you don't go buy a $2,000 guitar, you go down and buy a $150 one. If, if those weren't available, there'd be a lot less people playing $2,000 guitars because they never had a chance to get into it. So, um, it's a very important, um, phase of it. Um, but yeah, now's the time. If, if you're into firearms and, and you, you've had a chance to experience several brands, you know, uh, take a look around and, and you're going to find a good buy, you know, at primary and, and at several other companies, there's a lot of good deals out there. Plus you've got the time to contact the company if you want, um, you know, do the research, uh, you know, everybody's there to, to help you right now. And, and when things are crazy, I mean, you know, my business and, and, and all the other businesses, they're, they're trying to support this infinite demand and everything just kind of gets crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, now's the time is a perfect time for what I see our main customer is to, is to take a look around and, and choose us based on, on the operating system and just the general quality and reputation. We're going to talk a little bit about that quality and reputation and the operating system right when we get back. Bravo Concealment Holsters is a high-quality holster manufacturer based out of Texas. The customer service at Bravo Concealment is unmatched. And when you buy from Bravo Concealment, you get a 30-day money-back guarantee and an unlimited lifetime warranty. Visit bravoconcealment.com and use the code GUNFIGHTER at checkout for 10% off your next holster. All right, welcome back. Dean, I, I spent some time out at PWS uh, a couple of years ago teaching a class had a lot of your employees in the class we were going to get something set up this year just never quite got the chance with a couple of things going on and everything happening in the industry um, hopefully we'll, we'll get it done next year because I I love a lot of the employees out there I mean these are we text we're friends you know we, we talk and we drink beer at SHOT Show every year um, what my observation is 
of PWS is it's one of the few companies, and I've worked with a lot of companies out there, rifle companies, handgun companies, um, you know, gear, optics, uh, all kind of stuff, nylon, whatever. Very few do I run into where the person answering the phone is likely shooting a three-gun match that weekend or shooting some type of competition or or taking a class with some reputable trainer. But PWS, it it is that. There's a lot of guys who actually sling lead and girls uh, with the company. Yes, definitely. We have, uh, I, I would just estimate that we're probably uh, half of our uh, employees uh, shoot recreationally at some level. Um, probably a quarter, like you said, are doing three gun or they're taking some sort of a uh, serious training in the past. Uh, we promote it heavily here. Anybody, we, anytime we can get anybody in town, um, you know, we try to get as many employees out as possible that want to go out and, uh, and train and, and just learn what the rifle does. And, uh, and that's very important. I mean, if you're, if you're manufacturing the rifle or having any, any, uh, part in that process, it's just really important to understand what the, what the final product needs to do in the field. I, I review a lot of guns and I always find simple mistakes in guns, like um, like a, a, a stock that has a QD point in the wrong spot, a, a handguard that could have had a better profile or uh, able to put a QD spot, a QD in another spot, you know, just, and it's just a lot of times guns that I, I get my hands on, you can tell they just weren't designed by someone who shoots the gun. There, there's a lot of firearms in the industry right now developed by pools of engineers, and and very few of them have have uh, firearms experience. So, um, yeah, and and that's a common thing. I mean, the industry is growing, um, and you know, and as bigger companies come in, that's for the most part who's designing products for for bigger companies is a is a large pool of engineers, and sometimes they get lucky and they'll have a have a a portion of those engineers that know firearms or take direct uh, feedback from the guys in the field and actually listen to it and make adjustments. Um, you know, and again, that's very important here. I mean, most of the products we make are related directly to something that I want in the market, whether it's a price point, whether it's a feature and, uh, you simply can't be bought. So, um, we do a little bit of research and then, um, you know, base our judgment on what we want to do for R and D on that for the most part. Dean, if you were giving me the elevator pitch, and I didn't know anything about it, and I was thinking about a rifle, and I was really concerned more about you know the company and um, you know who you are and who I'm buying from, who's actually getting my money. What would your elevator pitch be for you know what makes PWS different than other rifle companies out there? An elevator pitch. Um, well, I mean we've we've been in business. Actually, this is our 10-year anniversary coming up uh, at SHOT Show this year. Um, you know, so we have a decade of, of history that we've been, uh, you know, developing these types of products. So, you know, it's, it's not been a short-term thing. Um, you know, like I said before, I think we have about 70 employees. Um, you know, we're, we're big enough to get the job done. We produce a quite, a, quite a bit of product. But, um, you know, we're still small enough that, that any sort of problem with a product um, – you know, I'm going to hear about. I mean, I, I keep myself one step removed is all away from sales and from warranty department. Um, you know, anything that isn't the norm, we discuss in a meeting we have every morning. The 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 ten uh, leads all sit in, um, so everybody's very aware of that product. And um, and if there's a problem with it, if there's something that needs to be changed, is it is it a one off type issue? Is it something we really need to address? But uh, you know, it's not a matter of waiting for a, a large amount of failure. Uh, every single model or every single issue that that's there is uh, is addressed at the very top level. Um, you know, plus just the fact of of having a really unique design. 
um, that's different in a marketplace that's, uh, that's flooded with kind of the same old thing. Um, and, uh, a design that actually has some some real benefits. It's not just a design thing or something that looks cooler for your friends. I mean, to the core, it's just a different operating system. Yeah, let's talk about that. It's not just a couple of lightning cuts in, in an upper receiver. You know, what what is the the design of the the primary weapon systems rifle that that makes it different and better? Well, and and the thing um, that that really kind of struck me and it came to me at Shot Show last year is that um, you know. Most people know us, but we've put a, a like an AK operating style rod into an, uh, an AR-15 design. But if you think of it at the, at the very top level, a direct impingement rifle is a gas-to-metal interaction. You know, the gas goes down in the carrier, forces the bolt apart, and then from the carrier, and that's what causes it to cycle. We're using the same thing. It's just happening up in the gas block that keeps that, that heat and carbon um, out of the carrier and upper receiver area. So... Every, every other piston design has some sort of metal impact. There, there's gas coming up in the gas block. Somewhere along that chain, metal has to hit metal in order for it to cycle. Um, so, I mean, getting a, a rifle to operate with a piston system, I mean, that's been done for 100-plus years now. The biggest problem is trying to make it have the same dynamic as a standard uh, AR-15 rifle. There's a lot of positives. You know, there's a lot of piston guys that want to jump in and say, you know, direct impingement isn't – isn't good for this list of things. You know, there's a lot of positives. It's one of the lightest weight uh, battle rifles in the world. It's accurate. It's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, just great. It has a great recoil impulse. Uh, anyone can shoot it. I mean, down to, you know, 60-pound um, women to, you know, 300-pound guys, and none of them feel out of proportion with the rifle for how quickly it's adjusted to the to the uh, personal interaction of it. So, uh so with that, if you look at the gas-to-metal interaction, our piston head, our op rod, and, and uh, carrier are all hooked together in one unit. Um, the other thing, too, is a standard direct impingement rifle pushes on axis. So that gas is being forced between the bolt and carrier. That's causing it to push apart. That's all happening you know, on axis with the bore. Anytime you introduce a piston system, you're doing an off-axis uh, um, force on it. So having all of that connected really reduces the negative effects of that, of having, you know, carrier tilt, um, the chance of, of any of your components not being, you know, not touching each other when the uh, force comes to the piston head, which that creates a, a horrible impact. Even a 10th out run, if, you're, if your uh, op rod is getting a run at the top of the carrier or somewhere along that chain gets a chance to hit, it magnifies your force by, you know, 50 times. So, um, the fact that everything's connected reduces the chance of that considerably, makes it simple, easy to clean. Um, you know, and, and like I say, the main thing is is just making it feel like your direct impingement rifle without the other downsides of it burning off your lubrication, um, producing uh, the um, exhaust gas in your face, especially suppressed, um, and just trying to reduce those negative qualities but not lose the positive ones. Yeah, and you know, I always tell people when they ask me, you know, why, why are you using a PWS? I'm like, well, I... I bring up the idea of the AK being known for its reliability and the way the long stroke works. And, you know, I'm, I'm operating the gun. It's, it's staying cooler. Um, it's, it's staying cleaner. I'm getting increased round count between cleanings. And, um, I'm also still going to feel that recoil impulse similar to that, or if not the same as that, uh, direct impingement gun that I spent most of my life with in the military. Um, and it's been incredibly reliable for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, uh, and a lot of times we know with direct impingement is, um, you know, it comes down to maintenance. You know, if you maintain it properly, um, 
put lubrication, uh, you know, when it needs it, uh, you know, they're, they're incredibly reliable rifles. It's just, you know, with a piston, what you're doing is you're just reducing your maintenance cycle at the end of the day. And then, then what did you give up on the piston? Well, you know, people, a lot of people claim weight. Um, we really have kind of overcome that issue. Um, we're not, we don't have a rifle that's a pound heavier than a, than a standard M4 platform. Um, you know, and we tried to make sure that it's a compact package. A lot of piston rifles, you know, they'll add um, height to the uh, to the rail plane. Uh, the Picatinny rail goes up, you know, a quarter inch, something like that, um, which makes it tough to use uh, current AR accessories. Or you know, a scopes. proprietary gas block adjustment thing where you can only use certain handguns or handguards. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. So yeah, there's there's just lots of stuff there. So it's a uh, so yeah, like I say, it's it's easy to get on the piston bandwagon and, and knock the direct impingement rifle, but but the facts are is it has lots of positives, and we're just trying to to put a package together inside that same platform that that just reduces the maintenance and and especially with the increase of suppressors, uh, that's where you really you know yep. piston really kind of comes in and um, and kind of takes over is that you know you have that three position gas adjustment you have naturally you're keeping more of that heat and crud up in the gas block versus putting it back in the in the upper receiver area so um so really with a suppressor that th- that's kind of the end of the argument for me because it really does make a big positive difference going to the piston and, and those that may not understand or know that much about suppressed rifles uh, you're getting a lot of blowback when you're firing that gun from the the carbon that's uh, traveling on the barrel and it's blown back and you get a lot of light dusting back in the operating system of the gun. Uh, having that and hot gases operating the gun at the same time, you know, you're getting dirty really, really fast uh, when you're suppressing a rifle. So having a piston system, staying a lot cleaner, but also a lot of times you're overgassed or undergassed and you need to adjust the gas settings and how much gas is being used to actually operate the rifle, depending on your barrel length, the ammo you're using and, and all those things. Um, and even the environment that you're in, uh, being able to adjust that, that gas setting is, uh, is, makes the life a lot easier than having to constantly change out buffer weights and some other things that aren't always the most precise when it comes to getting your gun adjusted properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a very good way to put it. And then for me, what I tell people is, you know, with the direct impingement, it, it normally requires more lubrication. Lubrication attracts dust, especially when you're running a suppressor, you have more heat in that carbon coming back. It's burning off that lubrication quicker and just creating a, um, a, uh, maintenance cycle that, that you need to be doing something with that rifle every, you know, three, 400 rounds or checking it out with the suppressor in a lot of cases, depending on how the gas naturally works with it. I've got another question along these lines that I didn't prep you for. I've seen a couple of things come out in some emails recently. And the, one of the questions that I get asked the most when you know I'm teaching a rifle, teaching a class with a PWS in my hands and I'm talking about PWS rifles is, man, I, I wish they would have M-Lock handguards. What's, uh, what's going on with PWS and, uh, and M-Lock handguards right now, Dean? We just released um, the first couple uh, sets of the, the M-Lock handguard at TriggerCon. A couple weeks ago, so those are available uh, now for um, for uh, for sale on uppers and rifles. Um, you know, we're obviously working that direction. Uh, we've got a few things coming out in the future uh, and kind of expanding that M-Lock um, selection. Uh, you know, ever since the military released their findings, you know, obviously that's what people are uh, are moving towards. And so, um, yeah, we're in the process of just looking into to what we want to do there, how much we can release. But, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, the industry is going that way and, and we will too. 
We're going to take another quick break and uh, we'll be right back and talk about a new product that PWS just released that uh, I've got my hands on and uh, I dig it and see what else they got coming. We'll be right back. If you're in the market for the absolute best 1911 handguns and accessories, look no further than Nighthawk Custom. Nighthawk has over 36 flavors of top quality custom 1911s and they definitely have one for you. These are custom handmade 1911s. Each gun is made from start to finish by a single gunsmith. Nighthawk's slogan and philosophy is one gun, one gunsmith. Now, owning the world's finest 1911 has never been easier. Go to www.nighthawkcustom.com and finance your Nighthawk Custom 1911 today. All right, Dean, also at TriggerCon, you guys just released um, an AR in 7.62x39. So I, I, I made the joke yeah. in an Instagram post or Facebook or something that you know now we have um, an AK operating system in an AR-15 in an AK caliber. That's kind of what's going on. That's pretty much correct. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, we've, we've done a couple different rounds of that in the past of the seven, six, two by 39. Um, we've had a lot of issue with the mags in the past, um, you know, affecting reliability. Uh, and, and this time, you know, we'd been talking about it for a while and, and it was finally like, okay, we'll do it. But if we're going to do it, we need to make sure that we go through every last detail of this thing and make sure that we're making the best product possible. There's a lot of small changes on the, uh, on the product we just released. Um, if you look, the uh, the extractor's been beefed up in the front because you remove a quite a bit of material for that larger bolt um, bolt head, uh, and so so with that done, we have a we have larger material on the extractor. We have a little bit of relief cut in the um, the extension area to allow that extractor to to go in properly uh, into the extension and rotate, um, and just a lot like I say, a lot of little things that, that we've been looking at over the years and uh we did a lot of testing with the with the current model and and we have great reliability with it and accuracy it seems to be a really solid product and and uh, the mags have made big progress in the in the three to five years since we released the last one and and that problem seems to be you you guys shoot your guns a lot before you take them to market to make sure everything's right what magazines have you found that seem to be working the best with your gun um the asc and the c products seem to work uh work very well with the with the rifle so far. Um, and that seems to be kind of the main ones in the marketplace. Um, we shipped to quite a few units so far and we really haven't had uh, a lot of customer feedback of any mag they're using causing uh, major issues. You know, most, a lot of the people, you know, they, they have mags from before. So a lot of them are even running the older mags. We've made a few, uh, changes to even help the older mags run better. Um, but, uh, I, I think for the most consensus has been as the ASC is, is what we have and what we tested with mainly. But, um, you know, the C products also is a, is a great mag. And then that, that probably is, um, more, uh, prevalent in the marketplace. Sounds good. Um, that's one of the questions that I've gotten about that gun. You know, there's just, uh, there's a few options in that category of magazines and, you know, not all of those magazines out there for, you know, AR 762 by 39s are, are known for being high quality or high reliability. So, I was actually asking that for my own selfish reasons as well. So what's what's next? What are you? Uh, obviously, you probably can't tell me all the cool stuff that you're working on and everything. But you know, what is other than just day to day selling firearms and manufacturing to demand and all that good stuff? Um, is there a lot of R and D going on right now and working on it? We already alluded to some of that right now and kind of what holds it back and what drives it at the same time. But uh, is there any, anything planned? Mm-hmm. No. 
no, in times like these, when the market's slow, I mean, that's when you go back and, and really, um, you know, look at the product line, try to decide what the next move is. You know, there's a quite a bit of R and D happening. Um, I can tell you that we're looking at some other calibers. Um, you know, we've had really good luck with the six, five Creedmoor and the seven, six, two by 39. Um, we're looking into a couple other options there. Um, you know, and just kind of a, you know, the usual, we, we usually do some kind of a facelift or, or offer some extra options at shot show. So I'm sure that will be uh, the case this year also. Um, we didn't really debut, but we've been talking about doing a, a knife that, that we designed. Um, and so looks like that's going to be coming to market. So we should be, uh, uh, have that available at shot show too, if everything comes together. That's cool. Um, you know, I'm not trying to make this an infomercial, um, most people who listen to the show knows that primary weapon system is, is my rifle sponsor, you know, out, out of, uh, all the companies that, that I talk to and, and do videos for and, and write for and, and, you know, know their, their people there. PWS was, um, the, the one that I, I wanted to work with the most out of everybody. I've been using, uh, a Mark 110 for four years now, a little bit over four years. And I've got, I, I'm pushing 20,000 rounds for this thing. And, uh, it has been a hard use gun. A lot of, a lot of times my upper on a full auto lower suppressed for demo shoots. I mean, this gun has been, has been beat. Um, it has been by far the most reliable rifle, uh, I have ever owned. And, um, a lot of folks look at, at the gun, you know, they're thinking, oh, it's a piston gun, PWS. And, um, they, they may not know a whole lot about the company. And I think there's, there's two things that people often miss about PWS. And it's one, even if you don't buy one of their rifles, you could pick up one of the best buffer tubes out there for your gun that you're building. Uh, you have a tremendous amount of small components uh, that you sell through bootleg and, and some other and through PWS uh, for anybody's rifle that they have that are that are enhancements on other things on the market. And the other thing is, this is a hard use gun. This isn't one of those other guns in the $2,000 category that's not really made for hard use. It may be for a three gun, race gun type thing. I mean, these are, these guns are used, um, you know, trusted, their lives are trusted to them, uh, for many law enforcement officers and agencies across the country. Yes, correct. Um, we have quite a few agencies using our rifle. And I, funny, I, I had that down uh, to talk about it is that, you know, sometimes it's hard to explain to people. It's like, well, are you just consumer? Are you just military law enforcement? It's like, well, we try to target, uh, you know, law enforcement and civilian population. Uh, civilian obviously is the the largest portion, but, you know, trying to create a rifle with some flair that looks good, that, uh, you know, it's obvious when you pick it up in the, in the shop gun shop that it's got, it's got an, an extra level of attention to detail to it, um, from the design, to the actual QC process at the end. Um, and, you know, it's a well-built, solid, you know, through and through with cosmetics and everything. Um, you know, and we try to stay in that affordable luxury level, you know, that $1,500 to, to $2,000 for a rifle, that $1,000 upper range. Yes, it's expensive, but all the components on it are solid. Uh, lifetime guarantee. Um, and, again, just having that little bit of design flair like the buffer tubes and the compensators and stuff that's just uh, – just a little bit different gives you a nice enhancement to add to your current rifle if you're if you're not ready to to step up and buy the buy the complete system, um, and, and that's been really successful for us. We we've, we've sold a, a you know a lot of accessories you know and usually in these kind of interviews we don't end up talking about them just because the focus does end up on the upper rifle because that's kind of the 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 easy one and and with a lot of cool factor to it. Right. Well, I think I gave uh, I think it was NRA when I first saw it uh, not this past one the year before that was. Uh 
I, I have a lot of students, especially when I worked at Thunderbird Farms Academy in, in Wichita, Kansas, um, that wanted to come to a rifle class, but they didn't have any way to really attach a sling. So I would set them up with a few different attachment points on the rifle and show them how to do it. And the little the little um, receiver extension uh, QD and the ratchet system, instead of having to stake a castle nut uh, and all that stuff, it was I, it was like one of the most ingenious products that I had seen in a long time. And it was so simple, inexpensive product, but like, why wasn't this invented 10 years ago? It was that, that little type of things like that. I love that kind of stuff. No, that's funny. And in that particular product, I hear that almost all the time of like, I can't believe that you're the first one to come up with this. This has to exist. Um, you know, it's either that or somebody says, well, you've solved a problem that wasn't a problem. It's like, well, okay, either way. But it's uh, the facts are is that, that they, they're they a great inexpensive product. They give you the, the sling mounting position if you just want to do the ratchet lock castle nut set. If you want the buffer tube, it saves you some weight. Um, gives you kind of the added chicks dig it factor with the fluting and the, uh, and the lightning cuts throughout. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's been a great product for us and, uh, and yeah, people just seem to love them. Awesome. Dean, is there anything that, uh, that I'm missing forgetting that you'd like for the people to know out there? Mm, I know, I guess if, if, uh, you know, in, in, um, in the fear of turning this into an infomercial, you know, there's mail-in uh, mail rebate on PWS rifles and uppers through the end of August. And then it's uh, when it's gone, it's gone. So if anybody's thinking of buying, uh, especially the larger purchase, it's, uh, it's a good time to take They've a look at that. They've been getting that commercial in the last few episodes as well. Uh, so hopefully they should, be, they should be aware of that by now. No, it's a, it's a great deal. It's a great time to buy a rifle, great time to buy uh, a primary weapon systems. Um, it's I, I was working with a... A gentleman, a student of mine out in uh, Wichita recently was in for a class, and he's a, a SWAT officer out there, and they're evaluating some rifles, and uh, he's emailing me and asking me about guns, and I'm giving him details about rifles that I know right and left, and, um, you know, I, I I wouldn't get any kickback or anything at all for them, you know, picking up a PWS, but, you know, I've been, I've been pushing that for good friends of mine who trust their lives to these things. I mean, that's who I'm, that's who I'm recommended to these companies to, uh, to, to, for them to go with, you know, um, you could pick a thousand different rifles out there. Um, for me, um, the reason that I, you know, I, I'm a big supporter of primary weapon systems is if your gun breaks and you have a $600 Ruger, try to call somebody and see what you, what happens and figure out what's going on. You get up to a, a higher uh, gun, bigger company, um, and you run into a problem, try to call them and see if you ever get through to anybody. Um, you have a problem with your PWS rifle, you're going to get hold of somebody, and the guy who owns and runs the company is going to probably know about it later that day or at some point, or at least the next morning in a meeting. And, if, and they're going to be addressing the issue and following through and making sure everything is perfect. So you're getting more than just a quality rifle. I mean, you're getting that whole service and you know the lifetime guarantee, and you don't get that everywhere in this industry and it's something that i i really appreciate about pws and uh, it's why i asked you to come on the show and there'll be a few other rifle companies and other um gun companies and manufacturers on the show in a little series that i'm putting together but uh you're the first one and i appreciate it team great thank you and i guess as a final note um you know things are calm right now in the political uh, climate um you know the people in power on our side on as far as gun rights go but um, you know, don't get too lax on that. It's, uh, you know, we're going to be seeing some of the toughest fight of our life. The worst is yet to come, I think, on the next round of presidential election. I mean, this this could swing completely against us. You know, just because things are calm now, don't 
don't stop buying the firearms you want. Don't stop supporting the, uh, the NRA and their efforts. Um, you know, we all have to stay, stay on top of this and stay informed because, because, uh, you know, the people that are, that want to take guns will take them any chance they can get and, and they'll keep after it for the next two decades if they have to, until they get in place what they want. But, uh, but yeah, just because things are calm now, boy, don't, don't back off on it. We, we can't be lax because, uh, the, you know, the next four or five years is going to be a, going to be a real trial period for all of us. So as governors. I think so when it comes around again, it's going to come around with a vengeance and, uh, it's, I, I don't know how that's all going to play out. Uh, I'm sure it'll be interesting and stressful for some of us. Yes, for sure. Well, and, and they're doing everything they can to, to show that, um, you know, the, make the Republicans look incompetent. Um, you know, just they, the, the, the liberals didn't get what they wanted, um, and they just couldn't be more um, more aggressive on bashing the uh, the current state of things. Uh, whether you agree or not, that, that's up to you personally. But um, you know, when it comes to gun rights, we know what uh, what they want to do in the end. So uh, so yeah, just uh, keep that in mind. This isn't a this isn't a forever thing. Just because we've had a calm in the storm, it's uh, it's definitely going to come back around uh, for sure. Right. Uh, if you ever read or pay attention and follow when you should primary weapon systems, you'll also find that uh, uh, from here and right now, uh, not the most bashful, not afraid to say what, what needs to be said. And uh, I respect that. Dean, thanks for joining me on the show. And uh, you guys out there in Gunfighter Cast land, thanks for listening. Um, go shop at primaryweaponsystems.com. Buy a couple of them and send me one. Gunfighter Cast out. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Gunfighter Cast. Don't forget to go check out those rifles and uppers at primaryweapons.com and use the code SHAW200 at checkout to save $200. You will not be disappointed.